Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Yeah. Denver Nuggets had to really have somewhat of an out-of-body 
um, experience for them to squeak by game one. Here's the thing, like you're up 21 points at home and your star is rolling, you know what I'm saying? And you, you, you barely beat a Los Angeles Lakers team. So I honestly believe that if, if the Lakers are able to withstand the storm and it looks like they have, you know, we're in the middle of the first quarter now and the Lakers are up three. But if they were able to withstand the initial storm, let Joker be Joker. You know what I'm saying? I mean, nobody in the planet is going to be able to stop him. It's, 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 you know, the, the same type of the mindset when it comes to people like LeBron and Steph and, and Giannis. Like, these stars are going to be stars. You know what I'm saying? Let them be stars. Just don't let anybody else beat you. You can't get 18 from, from Bowen. You can't, you know, have uh, Michael Carter, you know, coming off the bench and giving you 19. You can't have Porter you know, running down, hitting wide open jumpers and giving you 17. Like, if, if you limit the extremities, the heart's going to do what the heart's going to do, but you got to limit the extremities. And I think if the Lakers are able to do that, and they've shown they've been able to do that uh, throughout this playoff, I think they're in good shape. I said this last night, Bears repeating, the first quarter was a train wreck last the other night. 22-6 to 6 rebounding edge, 9-1 to 1 on the offensive glass. Joker had twice as many rebounds by himself as the entire Lakers team. And the fact that they were able to really close that gap, and, and quite honestly, if either one of those shots by Austin Reed or LeBron James go down in that fourth quarter, that game may get tied. They may go over the hump. So, you know, Denver got just absolutely blitzed them. The Lakers were able to, you know, not bust, you know. Pressure bust pipes, but, you know, and it might have stretched it and whatever else. It might have uh, threatened the leak a little bit, but, you know, they held strong. And so looking at tonight, uh, the first quarter, Lakers got off early. Uh, they're not getting beat on the boards as much. Vanderbilt's size is helping out a little bit. Uh, they got Denver in early foul trouble. have been to the free throw line uh, several more times early, which has been the recipe for success for them in the playoffs. So the interesting thing to me in this game will be can you avoid what Denver has been able to do with other teams in these playoffs, whereas teams would play Denver close, and then second half Denver kind of is able to be, to pull away, like even that Minnesota series. Uh, you look at the final scores, and you wouldn't think it unless you really watched the games, but there were several games that were really close. So this game is pivotal. Denver has to have this one. Uh, and so we'll see what happens uh, as this moves forward. But, yeah, I, I'm definitely, you know, like I said, the first quarter, in some ways even the first half, I thought, man, uh, you know, I got to watch because I'm a fan, but I thought I was just going to watch a bloodbath. And, and the interesting thing is, serious, as bad as it was, it was 22-6 to 6 in the first quarter on rebounds. The final margin in rebounds was 17 for the whole game. So they stayed pretty even with them on the boards after that. So figured some things out. Now, you know, as we know in a long series, uh, you know, it's it's about adjustments and, and how teams continue to adjust. And I will say this. There are some people that were uh, kind of critical of this hire and whatever else, but I think that Darvin Ham and this Lakers coaching staff has have done a nice job of game planning and even adjusting throughout the playoffs. 
uh, I, I like what I've seen from the staff so far. So uh, we'll go there. Let, let's go hit the other series. The, I don't know how much of the Miami-Boston game you saw. Boy, Jimmy Buckets and that team has some killer instinct, y'all. Uh, Spolster being what he is. Yeah, what yeah. did you think of – what were your impressions of game one last night? Uh, Miami going up into the northeast and stealing a victory in that series. You know what? I, there, there are times when I, I forget how good of a coach Eric Spolster really is. Because at any moment during this season and or during this playoff run, nobody would have blinked an eye if the Miami Heat got bounced. Nobody would have blinked. You know, you 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 get to the play-in tournament and uh, you lose the you know the first play-in game to the Atlanta Hawks, and so you drop to the eighth seed. Um, you win that game late because you were losing early on in that ball game. Um, you come back and win that game, and then, you know, you have to go on the road. And you knock off uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. You knock off um, – who did they beat last round? Oh, the New York Knicks. They knock off, you knock off the New York Knicks. Um, and now you go into game one of the Eastern Conference Finals and you knock off the favorite Boston Celtics. Um, and so at the end of the day, that, 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 that's not without injury. You know, Vitola Depot gone for the rest of the season. Your, 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 star, your star guard and Tyler Hero gone for the rest of the season. Um, you know, so literally you're playing with, you know, a Bam Adebayo who's hit or miss. Uh, Kyle Lowry is coming off the bench, who I believe uh, probably added more years to his career. Um, and then Jimmy Butler just being Jimmy Butler. Um, I want to be shocked, but I can't be shocked because, again, Air Fulcher is one hell of a coach. Uh, Jimmy Playoff Jimmy is insane, um, and it's time to really throw some respect on, on Air Fulcher, Jimmy Butler, and what the Miami Heat are, are, are able to do this this, this season, man? Because I I don't see it to be honest with you. You know, I read an article the other the other day. I think it was a USA Today article, and and the talk was that this guy's never won Coach of the Year, uh, but he's one of the best coaches in the league, right? Like I, I think nowadays when we start talking about uh, top coaches in basketball, uh, you've got to put Eric Spoelstra's name in that conversation. I'm not saying best for sure, but I'm saying that he's done enough to warrant being in that in that conversation. A lot of people look at it and say, well, you know, you had – of course you're supposed to win rings when you had LeBron and you had Wade, you had Bosh. You still got to get all those personalities to mesh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dale Harris didn't get Shaq and Kobe to mesh. Phil did. You know, uh, so it's not always as easy as just put the guys out on, on the – Support and win, right? So, uh, Spolstra, you know, they they made the finals in the bubble. Uh, they have been kind of a, a support in the side of the Milwaukee Bucks more than once now in the playoffs. And, and you're right, and you know it's funny because at times in the regular season he looked lost, but even uh, even Kyle Lowry's got enough muscle memory to still. <laughs> You know, what, he dropped 15, 16 points last night. They're getting it done with some of their role players and stuff, too. Uh, you know, Boston's a better team, but they don't they don't have this killer instinct 
I feel like sometimes Boston likes to play with their food, right? And at the end of the day, uh, listen, Spolstra and Butler have that killer instinct. So uh, is it over for Boston? No. Uh, But they they better really answer in game two. And now, you know, they're going to have to steal one in South Beach. And I think with all the distractions and everything else that goes down in South Beach, I feel like that's a tough place for people to go play and really stay focused and locked in in the basketball. Can I possibly uh, pitch something to you? Yeah, go ahead. So I heard something today that kind of has me, you know, has me shook a little bit. So you know how we as as sports fans are are, are victims and. You know, we are people of the moment, right? And so mm-hmm. after Giannis, you know, gets knocked out, everybody's trying to knock Giannis and the stat and the third. Um, Joel Embiid and James Harden, obviously, we'll probably talk about them later on tonight, if not tonight, definitely, um, you know, another time. But my issue that I'm trying to get to is with Jason Tatum. He, in, in, in his mind, epitomizes what Kobe Bryant was. He, he, you know, he wears the, the joint on his arm. He, he, you know, goes out and says he's quietly one of the best players of, of today's game. If you're one of the best players of today's game, how in the world do you not get a shot off in the, third, in the fourth quarter of that game? I don't understand you know, I, that. So my question, so so ho, ho, my, my, my question again, I, I'm, I'm gonna throw it back to you. Is why is Jason Tatum not as aggressive in these moments? Because if, if, if you look at what the coach said, he said we lost control of the rope. If you're him, as you say in 2023. You can't let your squad lose control of the rope like that. Yeah, you know, I was blown away by that. I'll be honest with you. Uh, last night we were doing the college cookout on Wednesday nights, uh, good versus evil, where, where good always wins, and Thomas and uh, and Villain do that, and Sirius and I drop in with them a lot. So 9 o'clock uh, Eastern on Wednesday nights uh, with SportsCityChef.com on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Um, shameless plug for the college cookout on Wednesday nights. Uh, so I was doing that with these guys last night and did not hear as much of that. And so went back and checked this game out last night. And, and then after the game, I'm going back looking up stuff on the game because I was thinking, I didn't see, don't remember Tatum taking a shot. How does your best player not take a shot? I, that, that blows my mind. How do you lose that? I I don't know, especially after he just came off one of the best games of his life in game seven to to basically put the Sixers to sleep. Like, I mean, they didn't just, they didn't just uh, you know, edge him out, right? They, they knocked him out. Like there was a, there was a, a, a 10 count. They had to bring in the ring doctor. They had to bring in the gurney. They had to, like, uh, 
listen, they had a, they had an ambulance nearby. They really had to to do everything they could to resuscitate the Sixers after that series. And and Jason Tatum was a cold assassin in Game Seven. And I don't know if it's you know Jekyll and Hyde, whatever. But how your quote unquote best player? Now some people will argue with me and say Jalen Brown. But how your best player doesn't take a shot in the fourth quarter, I don't know. If Kobe is your, you know, I guarantee you one thing. Kobe might have gone a quarter without shooting because he Phil said something in the media or he got mad about something, so he might have just passed the ball to everybody. And he might have gone a quarter without shooting at times to try to prove a point. But I can guarantee you one thing, it would have never been the fourth quarter in a playoff game. And so how do you lose the rope? I I don't know that first-year coach, maybe uh, a guy that, at, you know, I, I feel like he outcoached Doc. I feel like they outcoached him in that last series. Uh, but mm-hmm. to me, the coaches, even Brad Stevens has to be coming into these meetings. There has to be some questions. Uh, that very question has to be posed to those guys. And, and and it has to be passed on to those players, and, and there has to be a, a serious conversation had by all going into game two of this series, right? Like, there's no excuse for that. That blows my mind. Well, here's the funny thing about that. Here's the funny thing about that. Like, the the, the Boston Celtics and on and these playoffs, okay, do not have a winning record at home. I think they're like you know, four and six or, or or something like that at home. I forget what the actual number is, but at the end of the day, like, you do all this work to, 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 to get where you got, um, and teams are coming into your building and smacking you in the head. Like, I, I don't get it. Now, again, to the Miami Heat credit, they've won every game one in this postseason. Everyone. They've gone out and lost game two. Um, so, you know, I guess, you know, you know, chances are pretty high that Boston wins tomorrow. But, you know, like, I, you don't want to get into this position where you're essentially, you, you said this earlier, playing with your food. You know what I'm saying? Like, this Miami team gives zero Fs about you. They don't care how they win. All they care about is that they win. And Jimmy Butler, again, is, is a man possessed right now. And I, I would take him over Jason Tatum in any playoffs right now. And that's just not yeah, me. And it, that, 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 that's not me. That's not me talking crazy. I mean, just looking at how both guys have played, you don't want to give them easy layups because they're going they're gonna to bust your head. And at the end of the day, I mean, okay, so, yeah, they've lost game two. So have the Lakers. But they've gotten game one on the road in each of these series as well. Because at the end of the day, as much as you'd like to get them both, if you go in as a road team, and you get one of those two games on the road and one of those first two games, you got your home court advantage now, right? You've done your job in a playoff series if you can somehow find a way to get one, steal one of those games on the road uh, in those first two. You've done your job, really. Uh, and so they have, and it's going to be real interesting to see. Um, I expect Boston to win, and, I, and then I expect game three to be extremely pivotal pivotal for the Boston Celtics. They have to get that game uh, and put Miami on their heels and really break back in that series. I mean, it's almost like a tennis match, right? They just got broken. 
right? They you know, on serve, and so um, they they've got to break back at some point. So anyway, I I can't stand to talk about the guys in green for too long. Uh, big props to uh, Butler and Spolster and what they've done. Uh, another show that we do serious on this network is the time of Sunday morning brunch. Uh, and TP and I are behind the mic every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And this past Sunday, I saw the notification. He saw it a few minutes later, but, you know, with him hosting, I waited till he brought it up. Because uh, as we went through starting the show, we kind of hit, uh, you know, overview of baseball and some other things going on. And the news came down about one Ja Morant. Uh, last night we all spoke on it. TP and I spoke on it uh, on Sunday. I don't want to go too far down it and repeat myself, but I do want to give you the opportunity and the platform, if you want, for a minute to speak on yeah. Mr. Moran. Well, I, I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, I've been talking a lot about the situation on, on my social media platforms and other networks that I'm affiliated with. And to, to be painfully honest with you, uh, Mr. Harvey, um, I am disgusted, frustrated, and confused. I'm, I'm, I'm all of the things. For starters, you know, I agree, honestly, with a little bit of what J.J. Ruddick has to say on the situation. You know, we are getting ready to nail this young man to a proverbial cross for breaking no laws that we are aware of, okay? And so for, 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 for that aspect, I understand it. He didn't hurt himself. He didn't hurt anybody else. He tarnished, quote-unquote, the brand. And, again, I get that. Here's where I have a problem with John Morant. Not one time did you honestly stop to think that the position that I have put myself in damages not only myself, but those around me, okay? Nike pulled his shoe off their website as of this afternoon. You lose the Powerade, you know, deal that you have. All these other type of endorsements and opportunities that you were presented has now gone by the wayside. You are literally perpetuating and promoting a, 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 a picture and a persona that does not do anything good for you. Listen, guns and by themselves are not bad. And again, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole and try to get political on this, that, and the third, but I'm going to speak my mind on it because at the end of the day, I don't want people to sit here and think that I am anti-gun because I am not. I don't want people to sit here and think that I am anti-John Moran because, quite frankly, I'm not. I am anti-him putting himself in a position to where now we have to look at you sideways because you could not keep your circle straight. You know what I'm saying? Not everything that you do needs to be on IG Live. You feel me? As if, as, as if that wasn't going to get seen, leaked, shared, or whatever the case may be. You sat in the commissioner's office eight weeks ago, and he 
listen, I, I'm a changed man. I, I've done my, 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 my self-cleaning. I, 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 I've done my self-evaluation, this, that, and the third. The commissioner gave you, in my opinion, a slap on the wrist, let you back in, let you back, you came back, went to the playoffs, this, that, and the third. Okay? For you to now, eight weeks later, show back up on IG Live, you know what I'm saying, with the, with, with, with the hammer in your hand doing dumb stuff just makes me believe that, A, you lied to the commissioner. You wasn't, you wasn't, you know, forthright, upfront, honest, remorseful, anything like that. Second, the people in your circle don't give a damn about you, uh, what you bring to the table, what you do for them. And not to mention, you already lost bread for not making their – not, 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 not making the NBA, you know, all-star, not all-star, but NBA, um, all-NBA team. There is so much going wrong right now. Where is his dad? Where is somebody in his life to grab him, shake him, be like, yo, my God, you're 23 years old, okay? If you continue to go down this road, you will come in, you will morph into something that you never wanted to be. He worked like hell to get you out of the situation. Why are you constantly trying to go backwards? You know? And so, again, I'm going to, you know, you know, pop my brakes in because, again, I, 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 I'm getting hyped talking about it because this type of stuff angers me. This type of stuff hurts me because, again, as a young black male who wants, like, everything to buck the negative stereotypes and the negative personas that we are given for somebody like John Moran to have immense talent, somebody like John Moran who has the NBA at the palm of his hands, all the money, all the endorsements, everything, from the throw it away like that, it hurts. Let's keep in mind, again, I, I thought that this, Kyrie Irving, was the face of Nike for a while, for a long, long time, okay? When Kyrie Irving made his tweet, Nike turned to John. And John now became one of the, the star athletes of Nike in place of Kyrie Irving. Everything that you ever wanted when you was a little boy was right there at your fingertips. You had it all. And again, I still think if he honestly comes back, he's up his ass or whatever case may be, he can have it once again because, again, he didn't commit any laws. He ain't out here, you know, touching and beating up women and this, that, and the third. I think if he really is remorseful and gets himself together, he can regain all that again. But, yo, know, my guy, this, this, this is what happens when you don't have anybody in your circle, in your corner, that can check you. This is what happens. Right. Well, and Chandler, who calls to me a lot of times on this show on Thursday night, says his father is fanboy. Like, his father is just a big fan and kind of like part of his hype crew instead of at times being a father to him. And I think, to me, the the three things, and I'll be uh, much more brief than I was than I was last night on this, and and that is Two things. Uh, LeBron just had a bad thing where he went out for a dunk and dropped it. And it was fun. My, I'm listening to the Lakers radio feed, and Michael Thomas goes, "Well, that'll be on the Shaq and the Fool on TNT." Uh, anyway, so uh, so the the thing that really jumps out to me is, at the end of the day, you got a child, you got a daughter. 
Um, and what you do in this league uh, and these, in, and even more so, like these endorsements, these are the types of things that can set your family up with some serious generational wealth. And you're blowing these things. Um, and basketball is your way out of some of these uh, things. And like you said, there's enough things that go on and enough negative stereotypes that I hate to see actions by him perpetuate the stereotypes that we want to see bucked or defied, if that makes sense. And I think that the fact that, as you said, he sat in the commissioner's office and said these things and and uh, showed some remorse. Uh, when it comes, uh, I said this last night, it's like Kemp told all the Atlanta people about those fake prices. I don't believe you. And so now that's what happens. And And I think that no, even with no more missteps, it's going to take this guy a long time to really restore his reputation. I love his talent, love him as a basketball player, and hope the best for him as an individual. At this point in time, though, I just want to, I, I just want him to get right. And as I said last night, the hell with his basketball career. As much as I want to see him on the court. I just don't want this guy to mess up his life or put himself in a situation where, uh, you know, you pull a gun in the wrong situation, whatever else, and you end up catching something, right? Um, there have been, you know, we, we've seen other people. I mentioned names like Arenas and, and, and Javaris Critton last night and people that have have really hurt their careers and their lives in general. I agree with you. I'm not – anti-gun necessarily either, but there's a such thing as a time and a place. And people have to understand that it ain't like it was when I was in college 20-some-odd years ago, yo. Uh, And thank God it wasn't like that back then, uh, because who knows what would have been on (laughs) social media and everywhere else. Right, 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 right. But but nowadays, it's just a different animal. It's a different ballgame. Nothing, right. nothing, nothing, nothing secret anymore. Let me, let me get Zolan in here. Zolan, man, what's going on, dude? What's up, you punk? Nah, I'm just saying. What's up, Michael? <laughs> what's up, serious? You punk right, bitches. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, so, uh, villain, I, I, I gave serious kind of a platform to, uh, to speak on. Ja, you and I went pretty in on that last night, so. I, I was yeah, that was a mistake. Let, let, let Syria yeah. talk. Ugh, give him a platform. Ugh. <laughs> so, so I was trying to. I, I was trying I to love not you have too, a computer sales. You, you're just, uh, <laughs> you're, you're just getting, you're just getting back. So, um, have you seen any of this Lakers game uh, so far? Or are you just kind of getting caught up on what's going on? Yeah, I was kind of listening to it, and, like, you know, while I was, I was at karate, so I was able to watch a little bit on my phone, then I had to drive, then I got back. So um, it just looks like, um, from what I've seen since I've been settled in, um, they, they're not defending the, the Nuggets. They're not defending um, the pick and roll. They're putting um, their weak the, – the Lakers are attacking the weakness of the Denver Nuggets on defense, and that's Michael Porter Jr., uh, and then they're they're getting the, the Angelo Russell in pick and roll action, and then letting 
you know, letting guys like uh, Anthony Davis be able to roam and stuff on defense. And I, I just saw, like, Hashimura is just on fire right now. So, you know, Denver's got to weather the storm. They're only down – they're down 11. Um, they can get back in the game. They just got to run some better offense, I think. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see. Uh, you know, we we knew there were going to be some adjustments. I, I'm and I was saying earlier that I, I'm impressed with the way Darvin Ham and that Lakers coaching staff has been able to make adjustments in this in these playoffs. I, yeah, me too. I want to get want to get serious thoughts on one other thing that we discussed last night, and then I would like to get off of basketball and hit a few other things in the remaining time that we have here. Uh, nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine call number. And before I forget it, let me go ahead and get this in there, man. Check out PHI Apparel. Uh, listen, uh, some of this stuff may be discounted with the way that the uh, that the Phillies are sliding a little bit. They got Bryce Harper back, so you got to feel like they're going to write the ship. But PHIapparel dot co. Listen, they got unique design. Uh, they got uh, really really nice Philly clothing. Uh, any of your uh, Philly uh, sports teams. Uh, any of the stuff that you need, you'll stand out in the crowd. People will be like, where'd you get that? And you can tell them. Go to phiapparel.co, use the promo code CHEFS at checkout, get 15% off. And so there you go, PHI Apparel. Thank you for what you do and for sponsoring us on this show. Now, the one other topic that we discussed last night, Sirius, that I'd like to hear your comments on is the coaching carousel in the NBA. And, you know, not only did we see a guy like Dwayne Casey step down and a team like the Detroit Pistons lose their head coach, but we have now seen some teams that were legit championship contenders most of the year, Phoenix and Monty Williams, uh, the Sixers and Doc Rivers. Uh, We saw Milwaukee let their guy go. So we're seeing some really – some really winning franchises or franchises that were really close this year uh, let their coaches go. So what are your thoughts on uh, these, all these coaches being let go and and thoughts for these franchises moving forward, whichever way you kind of want to go with that, my guy. You know, honestly, at the end of the day, the fact that uh, Monty Williams got fired, I think is a a mistake. I think that um, this is a guy who got you to an NBA finals, uh, a handful of years ago, uh, Western Conference Finals. Um, now, I, I will say this. The, the fact that the past two years, excuse me, the past two years they've, you know, been bounced, you know, at home, you know, in the playoffs, and it wasn't even close. I, I will give you that. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I said this on, on our group thread, you know, you really cannot give, uh, Monty Williams, um, the blame for 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 what, what happened there. I I, just, I think he ended up being the fall guy, in my, in my opinion. Now with Boonholzer, um, and subsequently, uh, Doc Rivers, I believe that there was some infighting going on. I think that the stars, um, you know, politics to get those guys fired. Um, I. I I don't care what you do. Like, you won a championship two years ago, and this guy is looking for a job now. Mike Boone should never be fired. Um, 
you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, you ran into the buzzsaw that is the Miami Heat. Um, you know, Giannis got hurt that series. And, again, I'm not making a speech for the guy, but I, I think his resume speaks, should, 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 should have spoke for itself. All right. Now, this thing with Doc Rivers, he should have been fired two years ago, in my opinion. I've never been a Doc Rivers fan, and so I'm a, you know, I'm going to try to purpose my statements by not being emotional. But, again, Doc Rivers is a guy who has gotten opportunity after opportunity, job after job, off the heels of a championship he won in 2008. That's it. A Doc Rivers coach team has never gotten over the hump and won anything or been significant at anything in the playoffs since he had Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett. Period. So the fact that he keeps getting opportunities, that he kept, that he went out to L.A., blew a 3-1 lead to my Houston Rockets, um, again, I appreciate him for that. Um, again, I'm not a Doc Rivers fan. I think that he probably should be best served in the booth. Now, his issue that I have with the Philadelphia um, 76ers, I don't want you getting Mike D'Antoni in there because there are rumors that, James Harden is politicking to get Mike D'Antoni in there. Obviously, he coached us in Houston. Daryl Morey, our former GM, is now the GM in, in Philly. So the, 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 the path to, you know, Mike D'Antoni being the head coach um, is there. And if that happens, I think you really got to look at the situation and say who's running the team because of all of the purpose, you think that Joe Embiid is going to the franchise. Mike D'Antoni comes in there. That, that's a clear sign that, once again, James Harden has – you know, taking over and now the inmates running the account. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. So, at, at, at the end of the day, man, um, I think Doc Rivers should have definitely been fired. I'm, 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 I'm not shocked by that. But the other one, Boone Holder, should not have been fired. Um, and Monty Williams definitely should not have been fired. So, I think, and Villain, you and I agreed with this last night. Uh, and I said that uh, he may have still been there, but I think the nature of that loss in game seven, uh, I said it earlier before you came in, Dylan, they didn't just get knocked out. They had to bring the doctor in, the stretcher. They had to bring an ambulance down the ringside. Like, it, it was that at the end of that series. And the fact that that loss was so ugly, I don't think helping. Uh, you know, as far as as far as Doc goes, listen, they lost two years later. Uh, to a Lakers team that they might have been better there. Um, and then he went to, uh, when he went to L.A., he went to cover up all the Lakers banners when the Clippers had games and all this. They still never made it past the Western Conference Finals, so uh, good on him. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, moving forward. So while I got you guys both here, I'm going to switch. And, Villain, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, let's switch to... The diamond. I would like to hear your thoughts on the uh, hold New on, York hold, Yankees. Hold on, hold on, Mike. Mike, I, I got. I yeah, I love my Yankees. I got to retort because Sirius has been coming at me with this stuff with Doc Rivers, and I gotta, I gotta disagree. Just not only because it's serious, but because he's dead ass wrong. Like, dude, like, look at what TNT had since Boston. He had Chris Paul, who is a playoff disaster. 
I'm sorry. And then you got James Harden, who never shows up in the playoffs. Never shows up. I mean, what do you what do you expect from him? With look at like Chris Paul and and Blake Griffin. Really? Like, come on, man. Like to, to, to say that he's not a good coach and, and deserves to be fired is is ridiculous. That team quit. They quit on him in game in game seven. And game six, James Harden looked beyond scared. Beyond scared to be on the court and to have the ball in his hand in a critical moment. I, I mean, listen, yeah, Doc has to take accountability for the fact that he's lost game sevens, but it ain't a coincidence that Doc Rivers and, and Chris Paul aren't together and Chris Paul still can't get it done. He's never there to get it done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you win a chip in this league, it, it's not like a one-time thing. Like, you win a chip in this league, it's hard to win. And he's got a chip. I, I got to respect that. Now, did he probably deserve to get fired? I don't know. Me and Mike kind of said, you know, he probably would still have a job. I don't think the fit was right because I don't think the players were listening anymore. But I can't I can't get on with that, with, like, he's not a good coach kind of rhetoric. I can't I can't deal with that. And then Boondozer, yeah, he deserved to be fired. He would have been fired two years ago, Ben, with that chip. Like, he was a toe from being fired. Against when he against the Nets, like you know, Bullenholzer, he was he was that guy in Atlanta that couldn't get it done with those good teams that he had, and then he was about to get get it done with Milwaukee and, and the best player on the planet until they got they got to the chip. Uh, you know, like if if Bullenholzer with one chip didn't deserve to get fired, and 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 Doc Rivers with one chip deserved to get fired, I it, we're not making sense right now then. But you know what I mean? Like, come okay. on. Okay. All right. So, Mr. Harvey, I, I, I'm going to apologize now, okay, because <laughs> I'm about to hit Barry with some stuff that's going to be – that's going to that's gonna make him a feeling, okay? Let's see. The Philadelphia the, the 76ers record this year was 82 and 54. The last year, they were 82 and 51. They were 72 and 49. They were 72 and 49 in 2021, a member of the L.A. Clippers. 2019, 82 and 48, uh, 
This dude is a perennial loser. The only time he's won a damn thing, a damn thing, is in 2008 with the Boston Celtics, and he was 56 or 16 that year. You mean to tell me this guy has coached 23 years in the league, 23 effing years in the league, has won championship and has played with, has played with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Joel Embiid, James Harden. Miss me with that nonsense. You cannot continually hang on the laurels of your one championship in 2008 and try to tell me that this dude is a decent coach. He has yet to get his team to the pinnacle since then. If you, here's the thing, you, uh, 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 all of us here have jobs, right? If we failed to, 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 complete, a, to complete an assignment after, after 23 years on the job, we complete the assignment one time. With help, with help, with all-star, with MVP after MVP, with All-American after All-American, after Coach of the Year, after this, that, and the third, you are a bad coach. Period. This isn't a regular season award. We don't we, we don't bring coaches in here to get people during the regular season. Your job is to win a damn chip, especially if your doctor was with all the talent that you have. I can't have the same argument with Coach Tom Thibodeau. He's a suspect coach of the suspect team. I can't have this conversation with him. You got the MV MVP of the league on your squad. You got James freaking Harden on your squad, which again, it's a problem within itself. But that's another conversation of the day. You got James Harden on your squad, and you don't win a championship. You don't make it out of the second round. Mess me with that. Mess me with that. I don't give a damn what he's done before. It's 2008. Is, 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 is Eric Spolcher a, a good coach? Eric Spolcher is a great coach. When's the last time he won a chip? He's playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. When's the last time he won a chip? He is playing and coaching in the Eastern Conference Finals. When's the, I, that, that's the answer to a different question. When's the last time he won a chip, Sirius? 2013. Okay, so if he doesn't win this year, should he be fired? No, because he got his team to the championship, to a, to a championship round. And, and they lost. He does that with, oh, and they lost. They lost. But they lost, right? But they lost, right? Oh, so now, so now you're... So now we're moving the goalpost. So now it's less we're talent. It's the AC. He gets to the Eastern Conference Finals. The fact is he hasn't won a chip. If your argument is valid that you haven't won a chip in years, then he should be fired, right? What is he still doing with the job? No, that's, no, no, no. no. That, 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 that's, not, that's not my argument, though. My argument is just he hasn't gotten his team to where they need to go, period. Period. Okay, so he. Okay, okay, all right. So that's the qualification. Okay, that's that's the. No, I just I just want to be clear. That's the qualification. They haven't gotten to where they need to go. So so the the heaters supposed the heaters are supposed to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's fine. Or to the NBA Finals, not win. That's fine. Because they got where they need to go. No, sir. That's not that's not the case at all. That's not the case at all. Oh, 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 o
talking about the MVP that's not, you know, is crying after the game that I, four minutes ago in the game and not getting the ball. Whose fault is that? Like, I don't know any star, any MVP that doesn't demand the ball and get into spots where he can get the ball. You just want to get the ball out in the three-point line and, and do what you want to do instead of getting your big behind on the on the block and dominating that guys that really at center. I love Robert Williams. I don't think he could have handled him in the post. Like, that that's on you. And, 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 like, we're talking about James Harden who disappears. You know what I mean? Like, the process is a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I understand Doc Rivers – three years, three Eastern Conference semifinals and hasn't gotten past that. He was hired to do that. He was hired to get them over the hump, and he didn't do that. I, I'm not saying he didn't, like, it wasn't time for him to, to, to probably lose his job, but, you know, I'm not going to say that it's all on him, and I'm not going to say that he can't coach because he hasn't won a championship since 2008. I, I don't believe that. And, and like, because he didn't stay for a rebuild, who gives a damn? Who cares? I don't know a lot of coaches that stay to rebuild. I don't know many. Eric Spoelstra did. All due respect. We beat this horse. Andy? We beat this horse. We we have beat this horse to death. We got about seven minutes left. Nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine is our calling number. Uh, so I want to go. Hey, let's another... call her in too, real quick. Let me bring the caller in real quick. Who do we got? Hello. Who's coming in. What's going on, uh, who's man? That? How we doing the What's your name? What's on your mind? Uh, my name is Russ, and uh, y'all go over these, like, titles and everything. Like, the titles don't mean anything, like, really, because, like, Jordan, like, he really didn't, like, play, like, tough competition, and when he did, he got, like, he got raped. Like, oh, Larry Bird raped him. He got raped by the Bucks. What are you talking about? Does um, does does Michael Jordan have a losing record against Isaiah Isaiah Thomas? Yes or no? Oh wait, uh, does Michael Jordan have a what against what? A losing record. Does Michael Jordan Thomas? You going back? You going back thirty five years? I'm trying to move on from basketball. Okay, so um, okay, so like wait, like wait, no wait, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan beat Isaiah Thomas. Who cares what his record was? He ran that Piston team off right, the court. Right, but he has a losing they, they, record. He has a losing, he has a losing record. Who cares? Michael Jordan has never, also never hurt, had a high-scoring game in his life ever. If, if Pippen didn't get hurt in Game Seven, they probably would have won that series the year before that. All right, so well, I, 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 don't tell me that Jordan is okay. in a. Don't don't Jordan go. Don't, Michael don't, don't, Jordan don't, don't is pure trash. Jordan, right? I don't want to hear that crap. Oh uh, no, we're not. We don't have any energy for that. Michael Jordan is pure trash. We're not gonna. We're not. We don't have that energy. Yo. Oh, and when did Michael Jordan day, have a high-scoring game? What are you talking about? What are you when did Michael Jordan have a high-scoring game? He dropped, he dropped, he dropped the, the highest-scoring game? Wait, yeah, what do you mean the highest-scoring game? Top 10 is 70 plus. He dropped 60 in the garden. He dropped 60 in the wait, garden. Wait. That's trash. That's trash. Wait, wait. Jordan averaged oh. over 30 points a game. What are you oh, talking yeah, about? Chamberlain averaged 30 points a game with more 100 and more 170, 60, 50, 40 Point games in Michael so Jordan. What? So what? Uh, so so, so, so what? That Jordan was so, wait, wait, so 
So so what? It doesn't matter. He's averaged thirty Michael points Jordan a game. Michael Jordan never had a seventy-point game drop, in his life ever this, because uh, he wasn't good enough. So so Jordan can't score because he didn't score seventy points in a game. He scored drop sixty it, points man. in a couple he, games. He scored fifty points, forty. Right. So he can't score because he didn't get to seventy. He can't Wait, score. When did he ever score a high-scoring game? His his best season is worse than Will Chamberlain's rookie season. What is what was Kobe had Kobe had eighty eighty points in a game eighty one points in a game. What was his career scoring average? Like like twenty two, something like that. Oh oh oh! Jordan's was like over thirty. Oh oh! Jordan never averaged less than thirty points in his career. Jordan okay, never averaged average. Okay, average 30 points and has more 170, 60, 50, 40 point goalies. Will Chamberlain has two rings to show for it. Hmm. All right. Two rings. So, okay, we're going to go by rings. Then Michael got, Jordan is the top five player. He now. got beat by a hobbled Willis Reed in the garden because he was afraid to attack him. Okay, and Michael Jordan got beat by a young magic, magic team. So, okay, so Michael mm-hmm. Jordan is not now. Is Michael Jordan now not a top five player? Then we're we gonna go by. Oh no, absolutely, absolutely not. Because he never scored seventy points in the game. He's not top. Please. So, <laughs> we, if we're going by rings, Michael Jordan isn't a top five player. No, he no he isn't. He's not. Not even. Uh, Robert Ory is a top, 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 top player. So why are you going by rings then? So why are you going by rings then? Robert Ory is a top five player. All right, gentlemen. All right. Come on. That's enough. That's enough. So why didn't... So why Spicy gumbo and a certain All right, gentlemen. And brought you... And this section was the official troll section of the show. Uh, right in the last few minutes, and this is kind of fitting. It's not a troll section. You can't. Once again, I was about to ask you guys about your uh, your Yankees, and, and we're about out of time tonight. Um, but I, I do. We get. To, I can go a little over. Yankees get the Yankees get the dub. Yankees get the dub. I get, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron little bitch. Is he still here? Mm-hmm. Serious. Drop drop this guy. <laughs> still here? Hey, so so why did so why was Jordan so bad at scoring? Why did he never have he a high terrible. scoring game? He's terrible. Yeah, He's I know. I know. Serious. Serious. Awful score. Lord has hundred and eighteen, Michael Jordan has thirty one. Jordan can't score at all. I mean only thirty points a game. What a joke. Uh, <laughs> serious. serious <laughs>
yeah. That's what they said. He should be up with Yeah, he should be up with the big yeah. team. So get, they'll get him back. Rendon should be back pretty soon. Um, so you know they're starting R- to get Rodon, healthy. Rodon, I think Rodon, Rodon, not Rendon. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But um, I, I haven't seen him pitch. So when when I see him pitch, I'll call him by his right name. You know what I mean? That's the that's the villain. But uh, uh no, okay. Like, once we start to get these guys uh, healthy and back, you know, then we'll see where we are. You know, Tampa Bay got to a hot start, but, um, you know, they listen. They they didn't handle. They 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 lost in the match, and the match was struggling. They're scuffling a little bit, so Tampa Bay starting to come back down to earth. So then now the you know the Orioles were playing some really good baseball. They're starting to climb. Uh, the Yankees are starting to get out of the cellar a little bit. So it's going to be interesting in the East. I think all the teams in the East would make the playoffs. Uh, as wild cards, if, if you can't you, you now, can't so. have you can't have all of them because I, you just you got four dudes. No, you don't. You got three. Okay, yeah, maybe. So looking around, <laughs> the other thing that I the, the other thing that I will say, uh, just to to top that off a little bit is, you know, looking at Tampa, and, and I'm gonna come to you real quick, Dylan, to get your thoughts on the Yankees, and I got one more baseball nugget to throw at you guys. Uh, before we get ready to wrap this up, mm-hmm. and that is looking at Tampa, uh, unfortunately, after he pitched really well last time out, they have gotten two pitchers now who were supposed to be key cogs in their rotation, Drew Rasmussen going under the knife with Tommy John, Jeffrey Springs really yeah. hurt, and Jeffrey Springs was looking really good earlier in this season. And I know they got a lot of young prospects. Taj Bradley got knocked around a little bit today. Uh, but – at the end of the day, it, it's tough. And when you lose a couple of starting pitchers that are supposed to be, you know, key cogs in your rotation, as you know this as, as, as uh, Yankees fans, uh, still waiting on Rodon, even though you won't say his name right, Severino to get back and whatever. So I, I think at the end of the day, losing these guys uh, may really uh, be something that, that ends up, that, you know, ends up bringing Tampa back a little bit in that division. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think um, they got off to that hot start, but they've lost, you know, they're four and six in their last 10. They've lost two straight to the Mets, dropped that series in New York. So I think, you know, listen, I, I just don't know if that lineup is sustainable with the numbers they have. They're at the top in a lot of offensive categories. They can hit. I don't know how long if they can keep that up the whole season. I don't know if that lineup is built like that. So the pitching is going to be key, and if the guys are going down left and right, I don't know. It could it could be a while. So um, uh, I definitely expect Tampa to come back to the pack. After knocking Verlander around two, you would have thought they could have found a way to win that series, right? But uh, now yeah, he got you, booed. Uh, he got booed at home, yeah. man. Um, he yeah. got he got booed in New York his first start. <laughs> Uh, coming to coming to you, serious real quick. Your comments or thoughts about the Yankees? Anything you want to add uh, to this discussion at all? You know, honestly, man, um, I, I keep saying this to, to, to friends of mine that, that I talk to. It's a marathon, not necessarily a sprint. And I do believe that coming up, you know, we did take care of business in Toronto. Uh, we got Cincinnati, Baltimore, and the Padres. <clears throat> you know, the next month if you will, so excuse me. It'll be very interesting to see how everything pans out. Um, getting John Carlos back, getting Severino back. Um, my thing is we we got Cole going 
on the 23rd against Baltimore. We need to get some run support for for, for Cole. Uh, Baltimore's playing some great ball uh, right now, so um, they're not the, the the sorry Baltimore Orioles of old. You know, they're second in the, in the conference, and um, they're, they're hitting the ball very, very well, getting some timely, timely ABs from some key people. So um, it's going to be a great series. Um, uh, against the Baltimore Ravens, come Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore Orioles coming up, so it should be fun. Listen, shout out to uh, shout out to our guy Nate, guy I used to do baseball buffet with, uh, and previous seasons uh, as a Baltimore Orioles fan. Uh, it, you know, it's exciting to be an Orioles fan again over these last couple of years. It's been a long time. Uh, it's been a long time coming for this team, so. Uh, to see them have been able to sort of put together a little that dog's going crazy. To see them put together a little bit of a, uh, a rebuild and get back in this has been nice. Now, the one thing I would like to tell you guys really quick uh, before we get ready to do plugs and closeouts and whatever, you know, last year he came back and he was kind of a shell of himself. But my guys, uh, wait, before I say this, I would like the record to show that I put my personal bias and my dislike for a certain franchise aside, and made sure to serve that up to you guys uh, since I got two Yankees fans here in the room with me. So um, I, I've started baseball discussion with with my probably least favorite, well, my least favorite franchise in the American League. So, uh, you know, hats off to me. I'm, I'm going to try not to dislocate my shoulder as I pat myself on the back for that. And uh, and now as we move on. Uh, <laughs> he said hats off to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Round of applause for me. I like to thank nobody but myself. Um, without myself, without me, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Fucking yeah, jerk. Yeah. My man gave his own, man gave his own speech. Exactly. No, no, but at the end of the day, like one one thing that's really been exciting to see over these last few days, uh, he was doing it with the average and, and raising havoc on the base pass. But listen, Ronald Acuna has hit some missiles in the last few games. Uh, homers in his last four, three of them 440-plus, and the other one went 428. So uh, you're starting to see the power come out of that bat. This guy mm. uh, this guy in a month and a half of games at the quarter pole right now in 67 at bat has 40 runs, 11 home runs, uh, has got 19 steals, a 340-something batting average and a 450-something on base percentage. Now, some of that's going to cool down a little bit, but we've talked about when he can put it together and be healthy. Hopefully, he can stay that way. But, uh, listen, what Ronald Acuna is doing right now for the Atlanta Braves is something to behold. He had some missiles this week, and that power is coming back. I had him as my MVP last year, right, Mike? And, you know, the injury just kind of derailed it, but – he he is he is a special player. He's like my second favorite player to watch, uh, behind Judge. Um, Otani is Otani, but I love watching Okuna. Like I love watching him hit. Like he, well, he rakes. But you know who's struggling is 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 J Rod man in Seattle. He has gotten off to a horrific start up in Seattle. I don't yeah. I don't think he hit he's hitting anything, which is really surprising. So hopefully he can turn it around. But yeah, you know, Ronald wow. Yeah, classic you know, sophomore slump people really say about avoiding that. They took him out of the leadoff spot. They've hit him sixth yeah. down, they've hit him third. Um but listen that 
Seattle team, everybody saw it on the verge of being in the playoffs again. Uh, but Julio Rodriguez is the the engine that makes that offense go. And and right now, uh, listen, uh, he's uh, he's in the he's in the shop. He's up on the jacks right now, uh, trying to figure out how to get that car running. So uh, hopefully, pretty soon. Uh, man, listen, big thanks to both you guys for for being here and for doing this tonight. Um, before we get ready to wrap up, I'm going to ask each of you, I'm going to start with you, Villain. Uh, give us any kind of plugs and closeouts, anything you want, man. But thank you for stopping by and uh, sitting at the round table and, uh, and, and partaking in some gumbo with us. I am so sick of this, you know, of the charge call. I think it needs to get outlawed. I, I'm, I'm done with it. It's not defense. Running up into the spot and, and, and taking, taking the blow it's such a lazy way to play defense. Like I'm so sick of it. I don't know if you guys agree, disagree, but Reed like, beat him I'm, to the spot though. Reed beat him to the spot. He shuffled too. Like that's not defense. You're not you're not going for the ball. You're not t- trying to deny him a shot. You're just standing there in the way. Like I'm. It's not defense. I I, I can't take it anymore. You know what I mean? It's such a lazy way to play defense. There. So um. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if you agree, Mike, but I'm I'm done with that. I I think it should be banned because it just you're not doing anything. You're just st- standing there to take take a charge to take to draw a foul. You're not trying. Like, that's the, that's almost as bad as flopping to me. I think it's the same vein as flopping. It's garbage. But um, listen, thanks guys for having me on the show. I, I you know I enjoy listening to the gumbo. So I'm, I'm glad I got in with you guys uh, for a little bit. Serious, I love disagreeing with you, but you know you, my boy. I, I, you know I got love for you, brother. Mike, always a pleasure, man. Um, get to the website. Um, get to get get out there. Get to phiapparel.co. Use that promo code CHEF. Get 15% off that order. Everything's on sale. It's a blowout sale, except for the Eagles stuff. Sixers and, and, and Philly stuff, all blowout sales. So, how are you, boy? Peace, 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 peace. <laughs> man. Serious, man. Uh, thank you, Villain, for stopping by. Serious, man, I appreciate you doing this with me. And, you know, you and I talked about it. It's our first time to really be able to sit down behind the mic and do this together. Hopefully you can join me on yeah. Thursdays again and we can uh, we can get down to this again. But thank you for being here. I had a few other things uh, that were kind of uh, usurped tonight. Um, and, and I'll save that for my <laughs> closing real quick. But uh, but real quick, Serious, give me, give me some plugs, closeouts, anything you got before we get ready to, to shut the doors here. Man, it's... Uh, it's your boy, Sarah's up in that 412 and a 703, man. And once again, such a privilege and an absolute pleasure to be able to step behind the mic and do this with you, man. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about before I get out of here, tom- uh, not tomorrow, on Tuesday, uh, we'll be back in the building with the NFL front office show, man. Get your popcorn ready. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's been a couple weeks since we uh, stepped behind the mic, got behind the kitchen, and, you know, turned up some heat on some football stuff. Um we got some we got some movement going on. We got some uh schedules to talk about. Um some 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 early season ideas and so we I, I got a lot of stuff to talk about with that. Also, Finger Food is gonna be dropping uh this upcoming weekend. Me and my dad's gonna get together and uh go over uh, you know, go over some stuff Steelers wise, we'll talk about the drive, we can look at the schedule. Um, you know, talk about some things. My dad and I will be able to go to a couple games this year, so I'm looking forward to that, spending that time with Pop. 
with that being said, get to the website, the blogs, everything that we got going on. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been rocking with us, PHI Apparel, um, you know, the barbershop and everything like that has been going on. I'm, I'm sure my man's going to talk about that. Shout out to everybody who's been rocking with us. With that being said, your boy Safe is gone, man. Be good. Man, once again, pleasure and a privilege. I'm going to start off by saying big shout out to the big homie TP. Without the boss man, uh, and not the one with the nightstick on WWE years ago. Uh, the real boss man, the head honcho TP, uh, I wouldn't be here, man. So I'm, I'm glad he brought me on board with you guys. Love being part of this Sports City Chefs family. Uh, we got the barbershop house up and running on Clubhouse again. Just had a, a room open yesterday. So uh, jump on there, follow the house, hit our hit our bell so you'll be notified when, when rooms pop open. Uh, come in and chop it up with us from time to time. We talk sports, comfortable, uncomfortable conversations, uh, lots of different things going on in the world. So get by, be part of the barbershop community as we continue to to build what we're doing there. Uh, they told you about the website. They told you about the blog, everything else going on. So uh, I'm not going to repeat all that. Shout out on the Tuesday show, Wednesday show. We just hit that Thursday and then the Sunday morning time, the Sunday morning brunch at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Your boy T.P. Thomas and I will uh, get together and and hook that up, talk baseball, talk about things going on in the world of sports. Uh, Once again, uh, also shout out to Chandler and Mr. Chandler Knight. A pleasure to uh, do this show with him. He'll be back soon next week. He said he's still having trouble getting his voice back, been fighting some different things. Uh, So we will have him back in saddle again pretty soon as well. So look forward to that. And then once again, just uh, as one last disclaimer, do not, Sports City Chefs, Blog Talk Network, uh, none of us uh, condone or endorse comments uh, made on the show. Uh, That was your entertainment and your sideshow for the night. So appreciate the love. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Listen, uh, like and subscribe to Sports City Chefs. Remember, you can get us on all your smart speaker devices. Every click helps, man. So share us and uh, continue to support us. Thanks to all the listeners. Without you guys, we wouldn't have any reason to do this. So I'm going to give you two things. The one thing I always say when I sign off the other shows is, as we say in Louisiana, man, laissez les bon temps rouler. And since I'm closing this, i got to hit you with the TP line, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. It's the chefs again. And if they don't know, yo. Now they know. City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, bloom like a flower in June. Superman verse, MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend, it's the Sports City Chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. I <laughs> think